Weren't you listening, goddammit? No. <laughs> Why don't you ever listen? Mm. I don't because uh, I'm a man. Justin never I'm listens not. to me. Bro. Silencing women. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Justin Rosniak story. Mm. Really. Uh, all right. I think we have a podcast going now. Yeah, I think so. Ooh. I think so. Hello. Uh, how did this shit get in the street? Um, We'll see. We'll see. That's the subject of today's podcast, which is, hello, Shit and welcome to, well, there's your problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters with slides. I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Okay, go. I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. I'm the person who's talking now. My pronouns are she and her. Yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson. I'm the person who's talking right now, and my pronouns are yay and Liam. Hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. Actually, they're him, that, but, that's yeah. confusing. You got those um neo pronouns, pronouns, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Liam. Hi everybody. My name's June Armstrong. Uh my pronouns are she and her, and I guess I'm a third time. Well, there's your problem. Uh yes, podcast uh, guest. Rarified air. <laughs> yes, that returning gets you. champion. Yeah, returning three-time champion for Philadelphia fun facts. That gets you <laughs> that gets you exclusive access to our Well, there's your problem lounge. Uh, which is better than the Trash Future Lounge. Yeah, um, we've got like flavored waters. Is that, is that mm-hmm. when I climb through your backyard? Like that's yeah. what that is? Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, as backyard is the, is the well, that's your problem it's lounge. True, yeah, I can confirm. Yeah. I think twice now June has had to let me into my apartment after uh, an unfortunate locked door incident. Both uh, times but, were also my fault, so. This is also true, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you go out together, she just takes your keys and throws them into a storm drain. Yes. <laughs> She's tricky like that, Juno. It's, uh, it's just hot girl shit. <laughs> um, what you see in, in front of you on the oh, screen oh. here are oh, the yeah. remnants oh, yeah. of a building. And hmm. one of these Is buildings it? was supposed to be demolished. Well, it was. And, and the right, other yeah, one so was right, yeah. <laughs> Well, the other one was not supposed to be demolished. Are you uh, telling me the fire department didn't just show up to watch because they thought it would be cool? Oh, because they didn't pay the whatever fire protection <laughs> money like, like that family in Tennessee? Yeah, Crassus's fire department has showed up to tear this building down for non-payment. Yes. No, today we're going to talk about the, um, the 2013 uh, Hoagie City building collapse and Salvation Army collapse in Philadelphia. Um, and this is, you know, it, it looks like a small little thing, but it was a big thing here in Philadelphia where we all live. Yeah, well, including we all live. Alice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah that's right. Alice. We all live the thing, in one the thing big about house. Philadelphia is that it is a small, a small town of no more than five or six thousand people. Yes. So and as true. Philadelphia goes, so does the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah, and news travels fast. Suck in yeah. Ohio. Mm. Paper of record, the Philadelphia Inquirer. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> a lot better than those provincial papers like the Times and the Post. Mm. Uh, uh, but first we have to do the goddamn news. Nature okay. is terrifying. Dude, uh, yeah. Yeah, nature is returning. <laughs> an, an elephant in India, an elephant killed a woman uh-huh. and then returned to trample on her corpse at a funeral. Uh, <laughs> to which we say, after solidarity with the elephant. Body, yeah, after lifting her body from the funeral pyre, 
as the family performed last rites. The elephant was reported to have traveled 200 kilometers to do this. Imagine how much you'd have to hate someone to walk 200 kilometers just to what? fuck up their funeral. <laughs> what did this woman do to this elephant? Uh, probably something unethical. I support uh, critical support for the elephant in this time. Yeah, I, uh, I support yeah, in, in I pretty just... much all man versus animal situations. I support animal. Yeah, I root for nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I got to root sorry for nature about it, really. on this one. Nature's a smart bet anyway, I mean. Mm. Look what happened here. I mean, how did the elephant know w- w- when the funeral would be? How did it know what a funeral uh, was? Elephant tip line. <laughs> what, what sort of network of informants did this uh, elephant uh, have? Elephants are really smart. Elephants are one of those animals we, you know, I, there's a lot of ele- animals that are pretty smart, and uh, elephants are one of them. Um, I think an elephant is probably smarter than me on a bad day. I'll take um, that. I'll take yeah. that bet. <laughs> mm. And more willing to fuck up someone's funeral. Wait, but yeah, to to that point, Liam, I think Justin is less likely to remember the funeral and get over to the funeral. The elephant's definitely going to be there and definitely going to trample. Good for the elephant, I was man. About to say, oh, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, I think this lazy. is justice. This seems like justice. Yes. How did how how did the elephant kill this woman in the first place by trampling her? Yes, but and then okay. did it and again then for raised good her up and did a forklift thing with the corpse. <laughs> just sort of pile like a, like driving sort of, this yeah, woman's corpse. Yeah. Oh my God, is that the elephant's music? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're a folding chair. Yeah. <laughs> just wax yeah, you. With I don't the know. Trunk. I don't know what this woman did to deserve it, but all I can say is that she probably did deserve it. Mm. Yeah. Um. I, elephant I'll, exercise and castle doctrine. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this would be stand your ground law. Mm. <laughs> sort of trample your ground, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what can you say except critical support for elephant? We support elephant in all manners. Um, yeah, yeah, we got to organize these elephants. You know, yes. I think if if we can make them into into Naxalites, if we can make them into Marxists, then you know, future's no, looking very peasy. bright. Problem yeah. solved. You can cross yeah, the should, They already understand Rome. theory because they're smarter than us. So, like, yeah, it's true. That is true. I imagine I'm. Not as smart as the average elephant. Like it's the same reason I don't eat octopus, right? They, that- yeah, they got they got bigger brains than us. The elephants, mm. I mean, not the octopus. Yeah, so we just got to start dropping uh, like copies of the Communist Manifesto onto elephant herds from drones, and yeah. then pretty soon, oh, of you course. know, that's that's no. what a vanguard party is. Well, that's the issue: is that we don't we don't have uh, we don't speak elephant. You right? because it's you it's too it's elephant. too advanced of a language for us I to uh, understand. Elephant. Mm. Um, so translating train the manifesto like a, into elephant may be difficult. Do you think we could get like one of those sentient neural networks that they're working on to talk Ooh, to the elephants? Oh, we should have that. Yeah, the goddamn go. news. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's more of a trash future bit, but mm, we'll get there. You say sentient neural networks? Do you mean just a guy? Yeah, it's a brain in the chart. No, a guy who programs the, the computer to no. just say whatever you wanted to say. The elephant a, a can guy, type a into it. A guy who it. programs the computer to trick Google engineers into believing that it's sentience. This mechanical Turk bit has gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the mechanical Turk was an organic Turk. <laughs> you know, the mechanical Turk needs a buddy comedy movie. That's always something. I it really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Give me, give me the Safdie Brothers Mechanical Turk movie. That's my opinion. Another, another hero from the past who ended up uh, celebrating his last days in Philadelphia. Mm. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was a pervert. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, he's well. a best chess guy. Are we going to cancel deviance. the Mechanical Turk? I guess. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why yes, not? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, all we can say is critical support for Elephant in That's seeking right. vengeance. That's right. Uh, successfully. Mm. Um, in other news, it's happening. The RMT, Yay! the Rail Maritime yeah. and Transport Yay! Union, has balloted for three days of strike action, which will absolutely oh, yeah. fuck up uh, most train service, most passenger train service in the UK. 21st of June, 23rd of June, 25th of June. Uh, running a very reduced schedule and a lot of the network, it's just trains aren't running at all. Uh, if you're curious as to why this is happening, it's because Network Rail, uh, which administers like trackside and like signaling and stuff, uh, they want to cut like two and a half thousand jobs because their budget is being cut. Yeah, uh, they want to they want to cut like two billion pounds worth of expenditure. Jesus. And and so they want to like pass those savings on to you, the consumer, by uh, eliminating a shitload of cleaning staff, maintenance staff, signaling staff, guards, uh, and so on and so on and so on. It's obviously like on its face a huge safety issue, but also if you've been fucking cleaning stations through the pandemic, and uh, not to mention that like at least one. Uh, like London transport worker that we know of was basically murdered by a guy who like spat in her face. Um, if your reward, yeah, if your yeah. reward for that is to be is to be laid off, then you know, of course, your union should strike and and more power to them for doing it. Uh, if you're being subjected to like pay freezes and a cost of living crisis. Uh, if you're being forced to work extra hours, then of course your union should strike. I'm glad that the RMT is militant enough to strike. Yes, uh, and of course their reward is that they're getting monstered in the British press, who are, uh, you know, tarring them all as uh, communists, which is true but based. Uh, yes, um, that's good. Uh, Putinists, which is like there's like oh, three of them. How's that logic? That means well, the same thing to these people. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 because like a couple of the more senior guys like went to Donbass in 2018 to talk about like anti-fascism in the context of Ukraine. It's bad. Oh, like oh, these people have ever cared. Before I know, this I know. Exactly. It's it's so it's so cynical. Yeah. That's that's part of it. Um, and then like. Of course, the other thing is, but train drivers get paid, you know, fifty-five grand a year and only have to work, you know, an hour a week or whatever the fuck it is. Is it really uh, just fifty-five grand? Like that's not a huge. I mean, I know that's pounds, but I'm still like, oh, I get paid a lot more here. Right? I, th I think it genuinely is. I think it's like it's one of the last good union jobs going, and it pays not that much. But um, a lot of people, a lot of journalists, are able to sell this as like. A prince's a prince's wage, and it's like okay, fine. Well, right. they're uh, they're earning what market forces demand, right? And that's what you wanted. Yeah, but, but like a basic apartment in Britain costs like the same as infinity, a infinity yeah. trillion pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're not talking about a you can own your own home sort of situation here. Um, but also, what's so surprising about train drivers who are very well compensated, relatively? 
like having solidarity with and withholding their labor on behalf of the people who clean the fucking platforms who are not and are in the yeah. same union. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's 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 based. And yeah, if yeah. the government doesn't negotiate, if Network Rail doesn't negotiate and come up with a better deal, then that's what's happening. And uh, I hope they win. Yeah, yeah. industrial yeah. unionism. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the free market. This is what you wanted, you dumb assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I I look forward to you being absorbed as the fifty first state. Uh, mm-hmm. An industrial union labor paradise. Yeah, absolutely. Big Pennsylvania. I think it should probably be good if we absorb the United Kingdom. Um, you know, it, it, would be, just, it would be more honest, I suppose. Yeah, it would, it would make a lot, a lot of sense. I got a I special think. relationship for you right <laughs> here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could maybe, maybe we could rename it Airstrip One. Um, <laughs> Build a bunch of like our colleges. Yeah, 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 perfect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be a good idea. I was I was thinking yesterday, you know, it'd be a be a good idea to build a launch archaeology somewhere. So Britain seems to be the place. Yeah, uh, let's make it happen. Yeah, uh, we're, we're finally getting back into back into housing Twitter again. To which oh, I can God. only I can only answer: build stuff underground, dig a big hole, put it in the ground. <laughs> but oh, you understand God. that engineers work out solutions to problems, don't you, Alice? <laughs> that kid was like nineteen, and he had like twelve followers. Like, come Fuck on. Him. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the pipes is. All right, that was yeah, Ross. It's hard out here in these streets. You got to show <laughs> no mercy, bud. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that was the goddamn news. Okay, so in order to talk about this disaster, I think we need to talk about something. We need to slowly and carefully, talk and painstakingly. <laughs> Explain the surprisingly obvious. Okay. How does a brick building work? Well, it's like a it's like an inver it's like, like a, a Jenga puzzle. It's like a hole in the ground, but upside down. Uh, like opposite above, from that. Above that. ground. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like building puzzle. houses, but you put a bunch of bricks on top of each other, and then yes. you, uh, people live in there and they start like web design businesses or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. They make scented candles. Uh all of the shit that people do inside their buildings. Yes. So your 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 sort of your load bearing masonry structure, right, is you stack bricks on top of each other, you put mortar between the bricks, right? Um, and then you add big wooden joists between the brick walls and then you build a floor on that, right? Relatively simple. Um right, in, in concept. Obviously there's stuff like staircases that interrupt the joists. There's, there's, there's complications in here. Assume a perfectly spherical brick building. Mm. Yes, brick buildings are always spherical. No, um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to mention that the front, the front of the building, the, what's considered the facade and then the rear elevation are non-structural elements. They are, uh, their uh, curtain walls. So those are not huh. connected to the joists. They're only connected to the to the two major vertical uh, party walls that really hold the building up. So in conjunction with the joists. Interesting. Yeah, because your 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 joists run parallel to the front of the building. There's nothing running perpendicular. Um, you generally on these on a old fashioned masonry building, at least something that's not extremely high. You have three withes of brick, right? So a withe is like one row of brick. Um, 
So you'd have one wide, two wides, three wides, and then the courses are like how they're stacked vertically, right? Okay. And it's like this three bricks deep. Um, unless you're going up really high. Or, if, joists, or if you're not lucky and it's less than that. Or it might be less than that, yeah. Uh, the joists butt into those uh, the brick walls. They hold up the floors. Um, you know, and then and then on your your side walls, um, if they're if they're partition walls, you don't have anything interesting there. If if they like face the street, you might have you know uh, some features like maybe you have a flat arch, maybe you have some curved arch openings, maybe you have some lintels, maybe you have some. You know, what do you need windows for? You know, yeah. you got to recapture your yeah. original sort of feeling of living underground. Of on the desktop. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's what um, I it's, that. it's more efficient. Yeah, I know, but uh, I can't play Warzone on Linux. <laughs> I'm you begging you, Activision. <laughs> you have different qualities of bricks. So, like, the outermost wide is going to be something called face brick. And that has, like, you know, Same. It's, a, it's better. <laughs> oh. It's better finished, <laughs> right? Sometimes maybe it's glazed or something. Maybe it's a different color. Behind that, you have common brick, which same. is shit. Um, again, also <laughs> um, Your common brick is a lot cheaper because it's not designed to be seen. It's designed just to hold stuff up. It doesn't have to hold up to the weather, right? Um, it is... It's it's not a it, it it it's not a luxury material, right? Which is why you know you see all these, you know, a, a trend recently has been like you have exposed brick in your house, and and it's like no, I don't want to see that. That's because it looks stuff. terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so there's all these other things that uh, are probably left better left for another another day when we're talking about putting buildings up instead of taking buildings down. But the whole the whole way these traditional brick buildings work is in a in, is in a system, right? Exposed brick uh, is exposed because it's supposed to have a layer of, or it's supposed to have three layers of uh, plaster over it that act as a water, you know, a water permeable layer that that's breathable mm. that lets things go in and out of the building, so you don't get these giant, uh, you know, areas where a bunch of water can collect, a bunch of mold can collect. Uh, the idea is that the whole thing kind of works. And when you take out part of that system and you have something like an exposed brick wall, which I agree with Justin is fucking disgusting. Put, that shit stays on the outside of your building and don't you fucking try to paint it either because yeah. Justin and I are going to come to your house. Yeah, don't. Um, we'll, we'll come to your house and we'll stop you from painting it. We'll unpaint painting your building. Painting brick is also, that causes big problems with brick because if you paint the exterior brick, it traps the water and glad, gradually turns it into sort of a mush <laughs> right but the important thing is to know that, that that all these things really do work in in concert with each other to keep the building up and of course you're dealing with all of the forces that we deal with every day of gravity where everything's pulling down yes. essentially the thing that over time destroys a building if you uh, are not trying to pull it down is is just the, the force of weight the force of time and, and vibrations entropy. and gravity yeah. and entropy yeah. which of course all of us yeah, so you have like the life the life cycle of a brick building is determined by you know how you treat it, and you know people uh, don't like to treat them very well. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and, maybe this is for squares, Roz. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah and the exposed the, brick, yeah. it looks so cool. It gives me a feeling of like authenticity and industrial design that really I think helps me with my web design business. But yeah, so you're like your 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 life cycle of a brick building is you know they last for a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred years until one owner decides to paint them and then they fall down in fifty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I I had to meet with a stonemason who does uh, uh, restorations of of large nineteenth century, early twentieth century buildings. He told Justin. He told me today there's not going to be that that row houses. We're not going to have row houses in 80 years, the brick ones, because of all of the interventions that have been done over the last 50 <laughs> by people who didn't know what they were doing. Cool. That sounds about right. Every time you do one of these things, it's an intervention that, that accelerates the decline of the buildings, especially we, if you're not sensitive to the way that the thing is actually structured. We had a joke on the, I think it was vehicular cycling, about how curbs are a lost technology and we can't build them anymore, but we're kind of doing that for row brick houses. houses. Yeah. yeah. And well, okay. We're gonna have so, to seed row house city to fucking Baltimore. I really do get a sense of how you can have like how you can be living in what is still technically the Roman Empire and be looking at like the ruins of some baths or whatever, and just be like, yeah, we don't build those anymore because uh, we tried and a bunch of them fell down. Oh no! And and I think I think if this story tells us anything, it's that you know when you start to dig down and and see who's actually running an operation or how an actual how something actually happens. It tends to be th three toddlers in a trench coat worth of expertise, you know? <laughs> uh, and this is just like, even, even the art of demolishing a building, which you think would be pretty straightforward. Um, the people who are actually left to do that work, um, aren't necessarily the people who are best qualified to do that work, at least in this situation. Uh, another thing here is it's not like, you know, your load bearing masonry building is the best building imagined for, right? Because, they're really hard to insulate. Um, a lot of modern, like, ventilation, HVAC systems, they kind of work against the thermal mass strategy that we used to have. Um, right. You know, so these are not like, uh, it, it's not like, you know, a masonry building is the best building possible today. But it is possible to treat these buildings a lot better than we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think that also what's really important, maybe now might be a good time to go to the next slide, but you know, in a city like Philadelphia, this is what the housing stock looks like. This, this, this is, is what the this buildings is what look you like. Got. These buildings are already here. You should learn to treat them properly. So we have to so, we have to take ourselves back to 2013 mm. Philadelphia, this shining example of a city on the hill. This is, where, yeah. this is actually from this is I forget what year this is, um, but this was after 2013. Um, so one of, one of your big one of your big things where you have attached brick buildings, you have something called the party wall, the partition wall, right? And that's the wall Is it not between for parties? two buildings. I it's, heard it was for parties. Yeah, business wall in the front, party, party wall, wall on the, on the side. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, there's some good stuff about having attached buildings, right? You have fewer exposed walls. You have those walls don't get weather doesn't affect them, right? Um, you, the only downside you, is that like, you're, the rate of drummers that your sissy produces is much lower, because every time a kid starts learning to play the drums, their neighbors go and murder them. <laughs> I played the drums. <laughs> yeah, and you uh, got out alive, and it made you the fighter that you are today. That's right, that's right. Also, my neighbors were in their high 90s, which I think helped. <laughs> because these buildings are all attached, um, they're, not, they're not losing heat to adjacent buildings, because they're the, uh, the same 
you know, they're all being heated. So uh, you have lower energy requirements, right? One of the bad things is you have ownership issues, right? Mm. Because your party wall is three wives of brick deep. I want to expose one of those wives for my web design business's aesthetics. Well, on, either that on my or side. if you're trying to, if you have an issue in the party wall, um, each property owner yeah. owns one and a half bricks. The middle brick has divided ownership. <laughs> That's fun. And you have yeah. stuff like chimneys, which is even more confusing, right? Mm. Um, and another issue here is like, okay, if you live in a row house and a row house next to you gets demolished, all of a sudden you start having problems, right? I see an illustration of this, the sort of gap tooth thing. Yes, yeah, the right. gap tooth thing. I, I think we may have brought this up on a previous episode, but this is on. No, West. I just know a lot about gap yeah. teeth from personal experience. <laughs> oh, Alice. Oh. <laughs> well, this this also goes back to the thing about how all of the all of the buildings work together as a system, right? Right. These rows are typically built, or I mean, <laughs> these rows are put up all at the same time. They're put up from the bottom up as a huge row of houses, typically. Or they're carefully inserted as as a system, and part of that is that uh, not face grade brick that's typically used on the interior of these walls. This so, is an arcology. It's just a really small sort of <laughs> yes. low one. Yeah, and so if you start to disrupt the system, everything else starts to get deteriorated. So yeah, row so house arcology, where the whole thing like erects ninety degrees like a Scud missile and gets launched that way. <laughs> Suck it, Baltimore. You guys, you guys see the sum of all fears? It's gonna be like that. So this is this is 24th and Oxford. Uh it's in hey, North I used Philly. to live there, buddy. Um it's um this this whole row of houses here was bought by the Philadelphia Housing Authority as part of their um their Sharswood project, right? Um and most of these row houses were vacant, but they were all like mothballed, right? You know, they had plywood over the windows, they got you know, they were in okay condition. Not great, but okay. Was this Richardswood Tower that, uh, or is this a replacement for Richardswood Tower? This was, this is part of the replacement project. The original right, right, plan right. was they would renovate all these row houses. Yes, but one I remember of them, that. One of them you can see, uh, I forget, I, I think it's this one here. It had been so far gone that it needed to be demolished, right? And then one of them was occupied, right? So this one had been so far gone, it needed to be demolished, and they demolished it, and they did not properly shore up the party wall of the next one. A couple oh. weeks went by, that one started falling in, so they had to demolish that one. A couple weeks went by, by the end of the summer, you they just, like, were all gone. chase the thing down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's, some you know, good P that's some good PHA shit right that's there. That's some good PHA shit right there. And then the corner store burned down, of course, at some point. Um, um, I remember and then we get this the, holy shit. The beautiful scene of urban decay that we see before us here. I mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Living in North Philly teaches you a lot about the world. <laughs> That's that say, is what I have to say know, to that. One of the things I've always been like kind of, you know, you, you look at like how we use resources in this city. We have a we have like a vacant property demolition program and it 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 sort of accelerates the demolition of stuff by demoli demolishing other stuff. I mean, you know, right? Some of you you gotta you gotta think about stabilizing this stuff before you demolish mm -hmm. it because it's going to create more work for you in the future. Um, anyway, like PHA is ever given a shit about that? Oh my mm. god, no, they don't give a shit about anything. 
Sort of like treating gangrene with amputation before you've invented a tourniquet. That yeah, is a exactly. very yeah, good way to put that's it. A really yeah. good, that's a really good analogy. Because I'm thinking about, so the next couple slides are some photos that I took walking down the street um, about a half a block from my house, not even a full block. Um, there's this example of a demolished row house next to a uh, next to a dry cleaner and next to a, the row house that it was connected to. Um, and it doesn't even matter, you know, the, the, the situation where PHA demolishes the row house and then all of the rest of them are left to decay. You know, uh, this is an example where the demolition was in progress and is continuing to be in progress uh, because the contractors, it's apparent that they didn't know what they were doing. You can, um, I think there's an Inquirer article about this, but they, they did, they did a very, they started to remove the floor joists, which keep the buildings, uh, you know, kind of laterally supported on either side. Yeah. Well, what was that? I said like anchored, so to speak. Yeah, basically, you know, you think about so so what you see there in terms of those vertical and kind of angled supports or things that they had to add back in after the fact. Um, I think that uh, Roz, if you go to the next slide, um, yeah. So the, this is all this is all bracing and stabilization that they've had to provide back into the building because when they removed all of the joists and and kept the basement and didn't fill in anything or do any kind of wall stabilization that whole wall started to come down and Jeez. the homeowners yep. inside I, this was all detailed in an inquirer article that i uh didn't look at but the homeowners inside noticed the cracks and uh realized that there was massive stabilization damage so they had to you know start a lawsuit to to get this work done and you know so often the the difference is a matter of days like between something like this being salvageable and relatively easy to do and something that's just nearly impossible totally to do. Fucked, yeah. yeah so mm. so I, I i think i think it's really important to underscore that there's actually another example that i could have taken a picture of that's a quarter of the block down the street from me. This one's all the way halfway down <laughs> mm-hmm. the block. Um, and I, I, I don't live in North Philadelphia. I live in uh, an area that has multi-million dollar houses. And knowing that this is kind of just well, don't tell something, that, June. <laughs> this is something that can happen. Canceled. Yeah, yeah no, can. I'm already canceled for it. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is the and kind I heard of thing. June eats her own poops. <laughs> Well, oh, everyone you know eats their own poops. That's why yeah. you're friends with them. Yes, <laughs> it's a you know. I don't know how to respond about being a sexist deviant. Ready to go? <laughs> I oh, refuse uh, to respond yeah, to the allegations do. of my haters. So you know, that's He's just the best kind computer of guy we've goes. got. He's also a sexual deviant. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> So anyway, it takes me, a real me kind talking of- to Justin about we're getting a third host for the podcast way back. <laughs> Thank He's you. the best computer Aww. guy we've got. He's also I'm, a sexual deviant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so it takes a real sicko to do something like this, but it happens more often than you think. Mm. You also see, uh, see here, you got the face brick, you got the common brick. Um, and you see the common brick is garbage. Shit, no one wants to look at that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, Questions. when it's, yes. How 
So, say I want to demolish a row house, right? No. And I, no, don't. Okay. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Number one, say, don't say, do say, it. <laughs> say, say I want to demolish a row house and I have a gun. Um, Okay. All right. But I want to be responsible, right? And I want yes. to demolish the row house in like the least worst way possible. Like, How... you, may, like you mainly slaughtering a cow. Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if I want to, if I want to put the veterinary like what, captive bolt gun what, to a what's to the a row house, way to demolish yeah, a row house. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so... You point the row house towards Mecca. Um... <laughs> So I think there's I think there's a, a there, there's a variety of ways to do it, and every situation is different. And I don't have any kind of stamps, licenses, expertise, or training, but I have seen examples where what you essentially what's essentially been done is a giant concrete support that stabilizes the rest of the row. You know, that's, you have to put in a uh... massive piece of concrete engineering to to, to hold up the houses. That's pretty common in Baltimore. Um, here yeah. in Philly, what I've seen more often, if there's been like proper stabilization, is they just they tear down the house, but they leave some of the joists in place. So you just mm -hmm. have these naked joists hanging in space between the two the two uh, existing row houses on the suppose um, like some sort of joist well, whore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> again, that's if you're doing it the right way, and that's an intervention that that essentially is a renovation of some kind at that point. I mean, it's a yeah. renovation of Theseus, but um, you still have you some of the original. Something up in the yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, you really do want to do that, and and Justin, to your point, that stabilization, whatever it is, is has to be very substantial. Yes. You know, it has to essentially pretend to be the building. So, and I think if in the third picture, uh, if you just want to hit that real quick, this is just a view looking down into the basement that they didn't clear out, but you can see where those notches are in the kind of middle of the wall. Those are where the joists have been taken out of their pockets. Um, and that's the sort of thing where if you don't have those stabilizing units in and you don't do anything to stabilize them, really bad problems can happen. Mm. You know, I always Fun. love scaffolding and OSHA planks. They're like, it, it always looks <laughs> oh, so you, safe. I know you do. <laughs> and they're always, they're always covered in some kind of masonry dirt, you know, yeah. it's just like, right. Yeah. <laughs> It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It's it's literally the best we got. You ever see this stuff and it's like like forty or fifty stories in the air? This is people out there working construction. They still have bowls of steel. I gotta say, <laughs> absolutely. Mm -hmm. mm. So this is the twenty four hundred market uh, block of Market Street. Twenty one. Twenty one. Excuse me. Um. Looks so, great. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, this is back. You. This is in 2012. Yeah. Um these these buildings are all still here. Uh these ones are not. For reasons we'll <laughs> get into. Um so uh, Philadelphia had been declining in population for a pretty long time, right? From like, you know, the 60s to like the early 2000s, right? I mean, Philadelphia in like the 90s looked like New York in the 70s. Um, mm. <laughs> right. All the sort of historical factors that we all know about and have talked about before, but like yeah. on a slightly different time scale. Exactly. Oh, we, got a new, yeah, we, we got a new one to introduce in a second. Oh. Um, you know, 
and you can't, you know, once the population starts increasing in the early aughts, you know, we, we're in a different building environment at this point, right? Which is traditional small brick buildings. You can't do that anymore. And we you know, have skyscrapers I, I, now. Mm. Thanks, Edmund Bacon, or not Edmund Bacon, I guess. You have a different financing situation, right? Because um, no one's going to finance like a small building in Center City. They want like a, or like a small building at all, because they want a big building. They want a big apartment building. They want maybe a big parking lot. Maybe you want a yep. big office building with big floor plates. Stuff uh, it full of like dot com companies yeah, and the people yeah. who work uh, in those your, dot com companies. Bring your dog to work day, fucking ass beer in the office, bullshit nonsense startups have that a I hate. Slide going down into the lobby. Yeah, uh, you, can, yeah. you can slide right into your fucking fifty percent layoffs because your company just burns money. <laughs> oh, so like your your traditional parcel that's like fifteen feet by ninety feet. That's no longer that's no longer economically feasible. Right. That's something that, you know, you could support like a small building with a couple of apartments. Most of them have like cross ventilation because you can't do like a, a huge building there. Uh, you wouldn't be able to fit a modern chain restaurant in there, but maybe you could fit like a small independent one in there. That stuff, you can't do that anymore. Right. What are you um, complaining about? They, they got rid of the chilies on 38th and they got rid of the Applebee's in Center City. What are you mad about? <laughs> mad that everything yeah. is in LA Fitness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're trying no, to get it's, a it's, building financed, you want a big parcel of land, right? And that means you get a bigger building, you got bigger retail spaces, right? Yeah. And you only have you can one fill or two it with of them. like ellipticals and treadmills. Yeah, or you could put a Chipotle in there, right? Yeah. Oh, I uh, or a Target. Yeah, mm -hmm. you yeah. want um, you want smaller and shittier apartments, right? Or larger office floor plates, right? You can finance a big and dumb building. But it'd be very difficult to finance like a smaller building, right? Right. And um, I think that in in Philly, especially the way that this played out then and and still now is that you most of the streetscape looked like what you see here in this this image. Yes. Uh, a row of 19th century buildings, mostly intact. Maybe a parking lot. Maybe a mid-century something or other. Um, some kind of infill on, on the commercial corridors. This is a very common scene. Um, right. and, and so for all the reasons that Justin's talking about, you know, th this, this is really common in Philadelphia. This is not, this is aberrant in the development landscape for the rest of the United States, right? You're strode with the strip malls and the parking lots that, those are large floor plates for the, for the reasons that the financing works well. So, so the drive to kind of acquire parcels in this format was really, really strong then. I think it's still probably pretty strong now. That's why we so, have a yeah. demolition program. Yep. We want to combine all these parcels so they right. can sell them to a shitty guy who's going to build a shitty building. <laughs> why, dude, we have a land bank, ostensibly. Like, yeah, the land bank has done almost nothing in the I, amount of time buddy, it's I, I thought, I, I thought, I thought if we had those that. progressive <laughs> ideas on the table, then people would use them to their full extent, and we would have a you know, you know, a new Jerusalem, right? I, I, Alice, I think is that the you land torturing bank... a chip uh, bag to death. That is not me torturing a chip bag to death. Oh, okay. Oh, that's people, me. Sorry. Because people always complain about uh, the noise of one or more of us eating on these things. <laughs> so I simply Dude, starve kind of myself nowadays. Liam, I'm not eating chips. I'm rolling a joint. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what kind of joint you got? It's a normal kind. Um, 
So I don't know I anything about. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a drug person. I don't know nothing about weed. Would you like good. to be? Mm, no thanks. I, I I know what my fucking uh, prefrontal cortex is like. I'm not letting anything <laughs> loose it on worse. it. Don't <laughs> mail Alice drugs. Yeah, and don't <laughs> mail them to the PO box either, please. Don't mail drugs to the PO box. This, is, this has been a message on behalf of the one federal law yeah. enforcement agency we kind of respect. The U.S. Postal Inspectors. <laughs> yeah, ninety-nine percent conviction rate of trial. <laughs> wow. So the. <laughs> send, send me a postal inspector windbreaker. Yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, send two actually. Yeah. So, so this is a 2012 article by Inga Safran, uh, who's still the architecture critic at the at the Enquirer. This is a surprise winning architecture prize critic. Winning, I think. I think uh, gen- generally has uh, generally has good takes, but every time she has been featured on this podcast, it was. Damn, it was a stinker of a take. Oh, I, yeah, we did the news one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah. the do buildings matter one. Yeah. No, uh, I, I have a I have a lot of respect for Inga Safran. Um, yeah. But every once in a while, something like this she happens. She just where, shits out something pretty ugly. Yeah. Well, well, mm, you, know, you gotta okay. write an article every week. I mean, come on, you're gonna come up. It's like it's like It's like doing a podcast. You know. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. So I figured that this was just you know. Or this is this is instructive because this is an interview with the owner of these buildings taken about you know two months before the permits are filed and then, you know, six months before all of it, or five, five months before all this stuff starts to go down. Um, but, but Safran is, is talking about, you know, the articles or the, the, um, her column is called changing skyline and it's all about how the city is changing all around. And, you know, she's a, she's writing about the development, the construction, Mm. This this article goes into a lot of detail about how uh, the 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 main character of our story, or one of them, Richard Basquiano, uh, is is finally ready to divest these parcels and 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 put something really important on them that'll serve as a gateway to Market Street West, and finally, you know, you know, create the city that we've all been hoping for and yearning for, um, and and. This is, you know, Philadelphia had been coming off of population decline for for forty five years. You know, uh, the whole the whole landscape of this city was so markedly different. Um, the, and I, <laughs> I think it is. I think it is really important and really interesting just to to start talking about the man himself and uh, what what was going on there. Um, but but there's there's a really telling piece in this inquire article that I just want to mention where uh Basquiano is talking about acquiring all of the parcels on the block so it can be a complete redevelopment project. Mm. The only Build a thing huge LA fitness. There's only mm-hmm. there's only yeah. two things standing yes. in his way from building the biggest LA fitness in the greater Philadelphia one, area. Those pesky kids in their community center. Yeah, yes. exactly. The fire station. The fire we station. About, yeah, we were talking the about the fire safety sa- fire safety earlier. Fire stations on this block. Uh and number two. Uh, those greedy folks at the Salvation Army, uh, who <laughs> own a yes. tiny oh, little this, corner this building. This motherfucker on the end. is gonna hate the Salvation Army for all of the wrong reasons and none of the right ones, isn't yes. he? <laughs> yes. So we do not endorse uh, the opinions of the Salvation Army. No, <laughs> no, no, we do not. No, we we endorse the Utah Phillips song about the Salvation Army. 
Wasn't there an instance where like the Salvation Army was actually used as an army to go break strikes? Yes. I w- <laughs> Not even surprised. Wow. Yeah. They're, 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 they're great in this story. Mm. Just wait. Um, yeah. But who's he? Also, but- they hate the gays. They hate the gays. Mm, yes, <laughs> but they're they're not they're not funny really here, except for there's you know like they 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 all call themselves like major and like uh, yeah, they love commander. the weird pseudo military. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they got yeah. the they stealing valor, thing. but like for evangelizing, which yeah, is one of the I mean, worst that, reasons yeah. why you can steal valor. But imagine instead if you were stealing valor not as a war guy but as a boxer guy. Mm. <laughs> Enter Richard Bastiano. Uh, yes. Alright. <laughs> so uh if you if you if you look him up, uh you'll mostly find obituaries and news articles about how back in the 1970s in Times Square, he owned all the porno theaters and the sex shops and the strip clubs that were oh, in Times Square. Yeah. Right okay. as the 1990s rolled around and all that real estate became insanely valuable, Basquiano sells it all and moves to Philadelphia. Where this guy. It's a good idea. He Stop starts moving a, here. He starts acquiring uh, real estate in the next slide, the famous porno district from uh, as featured in Trading Places. Uh, the historic porno district. Yeah. But, wow! Um, you can he, see, uh, we can see featured podcast landmark One Meridian Plaza back here. Uh, oh yeah! You guys know that weaker than song One Great City. It's kind of like that. But Winnipeg, yes, yeah, right. But uh, but Basquiano doesn't buy the Apollo. Um, he he actually buys uh, the Forum. The porno theater is really a sort of a lost platform to time, I think. Yes. Oh yeah, no, this is this is the kind of um, queer community space that you just like. We just no <laughs> we, longer we have need. In we need 2020s. a queer community space that's not based around drinking alcohol. Uh, immediately yeah. rebuilds the porno theater. Yeah, step rebuilds. away from the lathe, Alice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need we need a queer community space where the floor is sticky. Oh god. Oh god. The, the, I'm the guy who wipes down the loads. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the forum. Uh this is this is the former uh this is the no longer extant but historic porno theater. It was the mm. last one. Looks uh, great. Yeah. I, gotta I, say. I found these I found these reviews online. Oh yeah. Uh, this, this is, is a, a photograph, photograph taken yeah, inside the them. forum. The seats, as Yo can see, are quite numerous. No one in his right mind would sit down in one of these seats as they are beyond filthy. The cushions look as though they had been run over by a thousand cars. So, make that trucks. And then dumped along the highway. They are beyond disgusting. So it's just a bunch of guys standing up, jerking off in there. That's like worse, I feel. Inside the dark canyon of the Forum, Mostly homeless men and crack users hang out here. A dangerous place. Lost souls and misfits. I don't like how it looks like the walls have also been blasted with, like, sort of shotgun velocity cum. <laughs> it's artistically applied to just look like cum. They, they did a really careful job. They got, they got, they the got some guys. In. 
they got some guys with some serious velocity in there, you know? Mm. Um, you know, when you're, when you're doing it, when you're doing it in front of other people, you really gotta, gotta get it going, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Gotta show off. Yeah, Plus your own, like your own crack as well. That's gonna like, <laughs> you know. Now this, this yeah, particular play the partial. sexual deviant drop. <laughs> he's the best computer guy we've got he's also a sexual deviant yeah i gotta i gotta call up the uh the front desk at the forum get my computer guy in <laughs> this, this particular parcel i believe it's been demolished up to this building with the cornice here is still there um, uh, the rest of floating it, through this fucking theater like hard space shipbreaker, having to like try to get all of these seats into the barge without touching any of them. The, the rest <laughs> of this, the rest of this block is now becoming, you know, one of those, you know, that new trend of like you do buildings that look like a messed up Jenga tower. Mm. Uh, they're putting one of those on there. It looks like yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> I blamed I blamed turning torso for everything. To mm. dislike it, you know. I like turning torso though. Yeah, I do too. That, but that it's like good, saying I, I like then... I like the velvet underground too. I don't like the fucking imposters. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's only Jenga buildings now. Yeah. Mm. Um Yeah, I think I, that's that's all we it, need to talk about. I see in the notes here it says this is part of a pattern that Vashiano learned from New York. Use the allure and power of homosexuality to attract the people who attract the people who gentrify neighborhoods. Yeah, which that's I really true. like. Yeah, yes. thank you. Um, a hundred percent accurate. I mean, I this is literally he literally took the playbook from New York City and brought it to Market Street West, which is the same kind of like extremely downtown place, like the the place where Inga Saffron is like, yeah, this is the gateway to Philadelphia's business district. And he was like, I'm going to make a jerk off parlors until we like uh, sell it for $30 million or whatever. Mm -hmm. $150 yeah. you, million. Dollars. You, you can't, if you don't have the kind of gay people that you don't like, how are you going to attract the kind of gay people that you do like? It's true. Yes. It's true. This is and true. then the Trader Joe's went up across the street. So, you know, the, the mm. pattern was right on time. And they don't, don't even let you jerk off in there, I don't think. Not anymore. I don't understand how anyone goes there. Like, the lines are too long. Um, you know, you can't even shop in there because the entire goddamn store is one big line for the registers. <laughs> Just imagining we're still talking about the forum. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think our, our story kind of starts with these two smaller buildings, uh, adjacent to the, the Hoagie city property. Um, this is the book Excuse bin me, the, the Hoagie City property? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The site, the Hoagie City site. We've got the Hoagie yeah. City site and the Salvation Army site, and to a less important extent, the book bin 2 and less gals. Uh, uh, yes. a, a, ho a hoagie is a sandwich? Yes. Yeah, a hoagie oh. is a, meat, a long meat and lettuce sandwich. Okay, so it's a, it's a long meat and lettuce sandwich store? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's the Hoagie <laughs> City. I I, I see. Okay, so I'm sorry. Please, please continue. How have we done 107 episodes and you don't know what a hoagie is? <laughs> oh, I'm doing, I'm doing a sort of Socratic dialogue where I make you feel bad about your city's culture by asking you to explain it to me in normal terms. All You're right. from Glasgow, Scotland. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's fine. It's been a minute since we've done a Glasgow disaster, and I'm trying gonna, to keep it What are you going to do? You're throw a bottle of Buckfast in my head? You're going to beat me with Bucky? Is that your plan? Because it sucks. The hoagies and the disaster are only nominally related. I just see. by name. They're not. Okay. They're, the, the, the hoagies themselves, at this location at least, we're pretty sure we're fine, right, Justin? Based on historical research we've been able to uncover. So I don't know about the quality of Hoagie City while it was still Hoagie City. What I can say is that the reviews of Hoagie City after this incident of the few Hoagie City uh, locations remaining are not good. <laughs> oh, it's a chain. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There's another, there's another weird thing about Philly where like a bunch of businesses are like, we only have four we have four locations and they're all like within 20 minutes driving distance of each other just here in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, well, you couldn't bring Hoagie City to Harrisburg because, you know, Philadelphia is the Hoagie City. This is oh. true. All right. I, I won't argue that. I'm, I'm, I'm very into, by the way, how ornamented the uh, book bin to the, a, the book erotic bin. emporium oh, building it's is. it's such a good building. It's, it's really good. It's, it's a really, really good building. It's all terracotta. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's very pretty. Um, it was well, what did it used to be, do we know? Um, well, here it says Schieffer Furniture. There's some, there's some speculation that it was like a music store. Roz, if you go to the next slide. Mm. Um... Some of the terracotta work here, I, I think you were there when we were looking this up, right? It was like the Atlanta yeah. Atlantic Terracotta Factory. It's Atlantic Terracotta. Yeah, they went to New York City for the terracotta. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't stay with the local boys at uh, what you call it. Yeah, and it's uh -huh. got some vaguely musical motifs on it. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't use Armstrong Conkling terracotta. Yeah, no relation. Armstrong Conkling. Yeah. No relation. Uh. Right. So anyway, it's a nice building. It looks really good. Uh, it's all demolished now. It's all demolished. Yeah. But didn't they salvage some of the terracotta? Or no? Uh, I I want to say I want to say that. So one of the things that comes out in this case is that there was salvage that was done. I don't remember about this, or if it was just that a salvage yard had written in that that was where it was from that they they had a catalog. I forget. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so basically, Basquiano starts uh, acquiring this this entire row of parcels, right? Yeah. Um, the the empty lot, the parking garage, uh, these two these two buildings, mm, and Legal and fucking uh, the book, book bin, bin too. too. Yes, and and the Hoagie City complex. Uh, the the there's a parking lot. Hoagie City complex. Hoagie complex. Yeah. City complex. Yeah. <laughs> the I the mean, sacred precinct of the Hoagie <laughs> City complex. Here's, Just here's the come building. Up with better names for it. Uh, this is the same. Uh, go back to slides. <laughs> you see this big, this four story building here. Nice brick building. Got a cornice on it. You know, it's fine. Mm. Uh, that's the same building. They just added some panels on the outside. Ah, right? so yeah. the, the, the Grenfell solution. Gotcha. Yeah, they're not even like insulating or anything. They're just panels, right? No, they uh, just make it look mid-century modern. And right in front of it, you can see the uh, trolley uh, entrance here that goes to the 20, 22nd Street trolley uh, station. 22nd uh -huh. Street, right? Um, 
Yeah. I don't remember that shit. Yeah. Party platters, jumbo steaks, seafood, salad, ice cream. Do not get the seafood. Can uh <laughs> can't can't it can't advise that enough. Mm. This is uh this is a review of the uh the remaining Hoagie City location on Hunting Park Avenue, which is <laughs> there are no hoagies served here. <laughs> right. So so for this for this set, right. He's he's just trying to keep it as a parking lot or a set of parking structures until it can get redeveloped. So the building, even though there's other buildings on this block that he owns and there's the parking lot, the first set of buildings that are scheduled to kind or set to go down from the demolition, he kind of works his way from, uh, you know, from the inside or from the middle of the block to the outside of the block, right? But I think mm. that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start talking about the, uh, yeah, the whole the whole actual event, right? Yes, right. Because I see on the very end the Salvation Army thrift store there. Yes. So this is this is another common thing on the commercial corridor, right? You've got the one story building that's the stand in for whatever three to five story building used to be there that got knocked down or significantly reduced. Yeah. Sometimes um, it's just like the, the, like the first story of like a three or four story building that mm-hmm. they just, they just cut off the top couple stories. The building left the bottom floor. There was one big building like that. It was called the uh, Gerard place that was uh, over by Reading terminal. And that was, I want to say it was the Snellenberg's department store. Oh yeah. That, that had, had the first been, two stories on it. Yeah. They, they, they cut off like the top seven stories and just left the first two. And then they put low rent businesses in there. And then when they were demolishing it, as they were pulling off all the metal facades, <sighs> you could so see sad. all the old terracotta back there. And it was like, ah, it been covered used to be good here. Yeah. yeah, they just covered it up because because no, because they wanted it to look like a fucking waffle house. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. that's that's like what it is. All of these buildings, yeah, are are some flavor of that. Mm. Um, but that means that they're in horrible states of their own disrepair, right? Yes. And so that's that's kind of the other side of the coin is that these are they're they're the last the last vestiges or the kind of like first stages of a temporary building at this point. Um, and so that's the other thing with the Salvation Army building is that it's, it's not in and of itself in good shape. Mm-hmm. Right. But, right. but none of the buildings on this block are in good shape because the porno guy is holding out until he's ready to, to flip the neighbor. And they say porn isn't a danger to society. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is Look, why this is why they invented the internet so you can watch pornography in the privacy of your own home. That's true. Rather yeah, than that's true. You, go you to Google a- now, you Google big boobs. You get two trillion hits. <laughs> that yes. guy's out of business. I can stand up joking off anywhere I want. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. You know, and this is what they took from us in in I love the, the city idea of, the of past, like stopping right? stopping at Hoagie City to get a hoagie and then making your way to the uh, <laughs> taking forum. my hoagie <laughs> into the forum into and the getting forum. fifty <laughs> new diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Just are, are are you are you guys into meatballs too? <laughs> <laughs> it's like indeterminate which disease is originated in which place. Actually, more into Italians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, oh well. All hey, right. It's okay. You're very pretty, Jude. Thank, That's not the problem. You. The problem is that uh, you, specifically, Jude, are patient zero now from eating your hoagie at the fuck shack. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, look, it's you can uh, let me. I, I'll eat I love you so much. Uh, hi, it's Justin. Uh, in post production, this is the part of the podcast where my co-hosts make jokes on the subject of uh, gentlemen's relish for about five minutes straight uh, with no respite. If you do not wish to hear those jokes or they would be upsetting to you, please feel free to skip five minutes ahead, starting from now. All right, I, I got bad news. As the showrunner here is, I have to use the restroom. I'll be right back. Oh, well, you're just about to get back on track. Yeah, all right. Well, Roz is going to edit this out, so June. I got to get some water. I'll be right back, too. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I th- you, you know this from last time. This is my favorite part of the show, the part where you got you two just do the banter. It's great. It's yeah, my we can favorite. just hang out. Uh, yeah, it's fine. We definitely we'll won't edit this the, out. Outside of the forum is where mm-hmm. we're going to go. Got a yeah, nice, for sure. a nice meatball hoagie. Do you really not? Do you, did you know what a hoagie was? Before? I knew what a hoagie was. I, I was thought just, you did. You yeah. know seemingly everything, so I, I was mean, what, genuinely what, what, shocked. What we're going to do, what we're going to do, thank you, by the way, is we're going to go into the forum and we're just going to like stand in front and we're just going to like turn back Look. with a pair of like UV flashlights <laughs> <laughs> and just see what's going on. What are you guys doing? Hey, what's what's going hey, on? Hey, hands on your own work. <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of introducing some luminol spray stop, into the stop, equation stop here. Stop fucking touching each other. You're only supposed to touch yourselves. Man, if <laughs> if if you genuinely, if you did a, like a luminol spray in in the forum, I think you would blind nope. yourself. Yeah, it would you be, would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those like laser, standing like on the one surface of, of the ma- sun. One of those laser matrixes, but they all get interrupted by just. <laughs> Gallons of cum, really. Yeah, yeah, but because I, I don't think there's any uncummed upon surface that no, they like, have cum everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Ross, you could have achieved the same effect by you. like immersing the whole room in cum, the same way that they did the Mary Rose in seawater. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a sort of slow sort of cum uh, impregnation. If you like, what the what the, what the effect of cum on surfaces is after like, and I'm not talking about like. Just like, does it eat? Because it's salty. We do, gotta. Do you remember be, the jar? We can't. We can't I, do I, this I, again. I remember the jar. I would say too well. But yeah, we just can't have this happen again. <laughs> I think it was a valid line of like structural mechanical engineering inquiry. To <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Alice. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, absolutely. I th- I think we can. En- we like. We can investigate the effects of cum on different surfaces. Yeah, uh, that's, based what, on, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm d- d- different, different, like four chan users. You know what we need to do? Gamer chair undersides. You, you know the body graveyard. Uh, what's the what, yeah? What's the, yeah, the universe? We need the cum that graveyard. That? We need the cum graveyard. Cum graveyard. Yeah, exactly. We need to buy a, a porno theater. And 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 like this is know. actually a research porno theater. Yeah, we'll get a bunch of government money for it. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're paying you to for your participation. We need you to come on as much stuff as possible. <laughs> that sounds oh, like man. a great way to get like a wide variety of strange human mutants. Wear gloves, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one ever said science was prissy. No. Oh, I will just mention at this point, I did have an ex who went in the forum. Uh shout out to Kylene, although we haven't talked. Um uh, hope you're doing all right. But uh, yeah, she said it was fucking disgusting in there. 
You know what I'm saying? So I can only ima- I can only imagine how bad it actually was. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. so we're we're ready to to go through a long no, and excruciating timeline for another like couple of hours. I mean, this uh, topic. You will continue uh, to uh, talk uh, about cum most likely. That's right. true. Just concrete, on of this. Like concrete units of masonry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no wonder. Yes. Build, building an enormous cum over the <laughs> fucking reactor. Walls. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that's funny. But the concrete so, arch or the load-bearing walls? No, no load-bearing I mean, walls load is bearing funny. walls is what was holding up the This room is good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to bear load. I mean, it's just right. how it goes. We were just talking about I'm that. I'm the guy who bears the loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the loads bear. I am so sick of dropping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess I instead of... going to get you out of that jam, honestly. Mm. <laughs> Hi, it's Justin. Uh, so this is a commercial for the podcast that you're already listening to. Uh, people are annoyed by these, so let me get to the point. We have this thing called Patreon, right? The deal is you give us two bucks a month, and we give you an extra episode once a month. Uh, sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but, you know, it's two bucks. You get what you pay for. Um, it also gets you our full back catalog of bonus episodes, so you can learn about exciting topics like guns, pickup trucks, or pickup trucks with guns on them. The money we raise through Patreon goes to making sure that the only ad you hear on this podcast is this one. Anyway, that's something to consider if you have two bucks to spare each month. Uh, join at patreon.com forward slash WTYPpod. Do it if you want. Or don't. It's your decision, and we respect that. Back to the show. Uh, so what we have on screen is a permit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a permit for building, but yes. the, the but it's not a permit for building. It's a permit for unbuilding. It's a demolition permit. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what the demolition permit looks looked like in Philadelphia at the time. Yeah, if you want to fake one of these to so you can demolish whatever you want. Go ahead. We have an engineering stamp for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just showing up at City Hall with being like, yeah, I've got a permit and yeah. taking a sledgehammer to the front door. <laughs> no, I have a permit. <laughs> So well, they did try is, and demolish City Hall, but they realized they didn't have enough money to do it. Yeah, they could. They couldn't do it. It's too. It's way too it would, fucking. It would big. have bankrupted the city, right? Yeah. Which would have been God. economically wise. Yeah. No, and that would have been were so doing stupid it for traffic easing. <laughs> yeah. No, they were gonna. They were gonna put a traffic circle around the City Hall tower, and then get rid of the building part. It's dumb as shit. That's hysterical. Do you guys want to talk about this or no? I, I mean, <laughs> I just yeah, want to talk yeah, about yeah. common You want to talk about common instead? So, what does this have to do with come? Right. Yes. So, uh, so to to come and destroy a building oh. in Philadelphia, first you have to go down to the basement of a place called the Municipal Services Building and oh, talk to somebody me. there who may or may not be able to answer your question. And regardless of whether or not they can it. answer the question, they hate you and they want you to know that they hate you. <laughs> It rocks like, so hard. 
dude i used to work for the city and people would like very rarely come to our office and i worked in city hall and be like i have a question about like you know this this thing i'm supposed to pay and i would just be like kill yourself you're gonna have to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, and, ca- and just, compared I, to compared to like the basement of municipal services you had a sunny disposition and oh, a, dude, like a determination a shithole i yeah <laughs> I, 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 I used to be payroll down there dude it was fucking horrible <laughs> It's, I bet, yeah, down in the basement of MSB, there's all kinds of like angry people. Um, you know, because you have to stand in line for all these permits, right? Maybe you they've hire all someone to stand so in line for you. from working it, underground it's, it's for so long. Like, it's pretty common at this point to hire someone to stand in line for you, rather yeah. than oh, yeah. like go do it personally. Um, and you know that's where a huge amount of permits you have to go apply for them there. Um, if you have to pay a water bill, um. Number one, God help you. Uh, number two, <laughs> yeah. you got to go do it down there. Um, that's, that's the one. The Philly, one advantage of renting in Philly yeah, is you don't have yeah. to deal with the water department because it's so it's such a like incongruous mess that the landlord would rather just like swallow it. Also, the Much water like is so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, standing in line for eighteen hours to pay like a twenty dollar bill yes, for the yes, year. Literally, yeah, yes. that that that's yes. that's that's how yeah, uh, yeah. PWD we were just works, getting yeah. around to like some certain services being paid online when I worked there. <laughs> They've just heard of the internet down they, there. They, yeah, they, they, it they, it was, created oh, sort of a, a sort of scaven situation in the basement here, and yeah, you, know. you go down into the water department, and it's just a bunch of like ancient Roman guys building With aqueducts. Not, <laughs> cannot emphasize that enough. <laughs> It's just hot molten down there, hot molten lead down there. They got just big vats of it. Greetings, yeah. traveler. <laughs> you try to explain the internet to them, and they only understand Latin. <laughs> <laughs> they want payment in like gold coins, coins, yeah, denarii, Aurelii. Yeah, so uh, getting permits in Philly, it's uh, it's a fun fun experience. So Don't it sucks it. like crazy, but you got to do it, especially if you're going to remove a building. But back in 2013, the permits just kind of looked like this, even though you had to sit in line for eight hours. Um, the the It says building permit on it, even though the permit is for complete demolition of a four story building. It says the permit requires the following inspections. Initialize under slab slash floor pre final slash wallboard framing slash close in slash final but since that was just, just do them in the wrong order it's well, fine that was just yeah. in there that was yeah. just, that's just on the form and it doesn't really apply to the demolition of a building um one of the what really else? interesting things about like the permitting system is even to this day it, you know if you go look up these permits online which you can do now oh, they'll yeah. say see attached plans and then the plans are not attached. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no there. way to actually look at see attached plans. Um, that's all. That's all only like on paper, and you have to like go and talk to someone at the city to go see them. If this for some doesn't reason. even say that. It just says that th- oh, this yeah, is no. this is what we have the permit to do: demolish thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, the- it doesn't even say demolish. It says demo. <laughs> yeah, demo yeah. De- demo thing. No, yeah. there's another there's another thing in this where uh I don't know if it's common anymore, but back then, uh the estimated cost of the demolition, they wrote in ten thousand dollars, which presumably saves some permit fees. Yes. But the the bid they the architect who was supervising the project put in got four bids for the work. 
Uh, they came in between $499,000 and $112,000. They went with the one that was for $112,000. Um, so this architect is uh, Plato Maranakos. Yes. Sounds very Greek. Yeah, one Greek guy going down there to talk to all the ancient Romans. Yes. <laughs> it it's fine. He's going to like tutor them on logic. It's yeah. uh, not the same, exactly. but you know, it's, it's kind of similar <laughs> vibes. Cross compatibility, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say he's, uh, he's, he's in the Hellenistic era. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So the other thing is that after, like, the the city undertakes a huge investigation after this collapse, and what they find says that the permits didn't require any details showing how the demolition was to proceed. Specific information such as diagrams, descriptions of work, safety procedures, number of personnel needed, and equipment to be used were also not required. So it's not even that, like, like, like yes, that they didn't really have, like, a, f- a firm plan for how that was going to be done, but but the city wasn't looking for it. You know, um, yeah, I mean, that's sort of like one of the things about like city like permits and stuff is that it's like, you know, the the people who review and issue these permits, they're not, you know, John Doherty in this case, they're not, um, they're, they're not architects, they're not engineers, um, they're not, um, you know, and you sort of, you sort of, uh, assume that if you've got a licensed contractor or architect or engineer, like you, you do like a quick sanity check on the plans if they're provided and otherwise you just say, eh, hey, this is probably fine. Uh, especially if it's demolition, which, you know, this city is pretty, uh, pretty lax about, I will say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen the buildings, like nobody's fucking John I, Doherty, the, mm. the plan examiner here is not examining the porno too hard. Yeah. To be he's, like, oh, he is. He's he's like exactly what's, what's the problem. worst thing? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? The building falls down. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So, um, so the LNI inspector does go to visit the site on February 12th. This permit's filed on the, uh, the first, he, you know, he goes out there to inspect the proposed demolitions and he puts up the notices of demolition on the windows and distributes notices to them, uh, that he that the building's going to be demolished he comes back i guess 10 or 12 days later to note that work hadn't started on any of the buildings and that's just kind of how he leaves it for a while um yeah he's 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 at capacity at this point it's fine and so frankly you know i i forget how many people were actually working in this department at the time but it wasn't it wasn't a large number, and it certainly wasn't no, large enough to supervise the demolitions in the city. Um, and they and they all live in a basement, right. like they're all fucking dying from right. vitamin D deficiency. Right, yeah. exactly. They're all in. They're all in sort of a. They're they're all down in the basement, and they're watching like images on the cave wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're pointing at buildings and saying, that's the demolition that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, going to the shadows in the cave porno theater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the best part. Um, so if, so I think if you, uh, if we go to the next slide, basically just to give you some sense of like the, the process that Philadelphia has there weren't any further inspections on the site, no other mm. looks at it from the inspector yeah. until 
there was a 311 complaint that was sent on May 6th. Um, somebody, Three months later? Yeah. Uh, when was that last one? Yeah. Fe- yeah. Three February months 20th, later. Yeah, yeah. Three months later. So, and I, I can't stress enough these buildings, you can see City Hall from them. Yeah. Like, like they're, yeah. they're, they're literally right there. They're right in um, front of a goddamn trolley station. I mean, right. I mean, you yes. see here, like you got the little demolition notice, right? Uh-huh. You know, and that, that's all you got. Um, I, having lived next to a building that was being demolished, um, the other thing, the city does send you a nice notice that says uh, the building next to you will be demolished on or about some date, right? And when that, when I got that notice, I also caught the uh, notice for the building next door flying through the wind at me because it was just a piece of paper they put on the stoop. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the the building there's the, if there was a demolition notice, it's it's like on a vacant lot. You're supposed to post that on like a piece of plywood but if you don't have that you just don't post it and and then also a contractor doesn't have a piece of plywood just just go into your inventory and craft something real quick sorry that was a that was a figure of speech (laughs) (laughs) that might be but um so so during somebody emails 311 and goes there's clearly uh it's being demolished in a manner that's unsafe yeah uh, there's a lack of safety equipment for workers there's no plan to prevent walls or facade materials from falling on pedestrians they're just kind of knocking stuff out of the building and and again this is in a really prominent area so this is this is three months later is kind of the first time Mm -hmm. that the inspector gets wind about it and he what 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 happens is that he just goes and uh the email that that the 311 auto generates that gets sent to him oh, just no. says that they don't have the notices up oh jesus christ and so he goes to the buildings he sees that he sees that the notices are up and he says okay close this out this ticket's closed <laughs> um so this in the like meantime the, the, the bridge remember the bridge collapse in pittsburgh and mm. the ticket yeah. was like was changed to closed. <laughs> Just a sort of mark as red. <laughs> right. I I would have closed that ticket too. I would be like, no no reason to keep this open if the bridge actually collapsed. Um, <laughs> that particular condition has evolved into a new condition. <laughs> bridge not. Yeah. So so L and I. L and I's involvement is mostly a story of L L and I wasn't there until they got a complaint and then they showed up and they didn't really do anything on the other side of life, baby. On the Mm -hmm. other side, we have the, we have the property owners who, as, as I mentioned in the 2000, you know, in the 2012 article, Basquiano says that Salvation Army is playing hardball and that it's really unfortunate they won't sell to him because obviously he has the, uh, connections that he needs to get the government grants to redevelop this place into something really nice, which mm. the, the whole article is such nonsense, you know, when you think about it that way. But a significantly nicer porno theater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna put a really porn good. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna build a LA fitness, but with porn. It's gonna be a porno theater, but they they sell food. But you wish you Imagine could be like a, hitness. some kind of upscale porno theater, like an oh, Alamo God. draft house, but for porno. Well, for nudie this movies. Is, this is step away from the lake. This is this is too close to reality. Matter of time, only yeah. a matter of time. 
<laughs> so, so like you know the the top that could brass be our next or... live show. Ooh, <laughs> you open a porno theater. Uh, I always I wanted to open Crazy Liam's Porn Emporium and Computer Parts Warehouse. I think that would be a I was never sure idea. where I'd get the funding for it. You know, you I mean, a, a gastro porn. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best computer guy we've got. He's also a sexual deviant. Thank you. There's that place in Kitty Hawk that does like porn and biscuits. Excuse me? You mean Titty Hawk? No, it's, it's, uh, there's a porn and biscuits place in Kitty Hawk. Yeah, I know. North but Carolina. Titty Hawk, bud. Yeah, right well, there. no, I, no, I, I, I heard the joke and I decided to disregard it. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> so, um, at back a place the where they're, yes. back, back to where they're definitely not having sex at the Salvation Army. Um, yes, they, they basically, this back and forth starts to happen between the New York Development Corporation that. Basquiano runs and the Salvation Army headquarters in New York City, where they're both emailing back and forth about this building. And but but they do it, they do it in this way where every every single communication just breaks down with the next one. Hmm. So be and and I think this has a lot to do with it with this history of of trying to buy the building and accusing each other of being greedy or whatever. But but when when they get the email that's saying, hey, just just so you know, it's it's February 4th. We sent our architect out to do a survey and prepare for the demolition. And he found that we're going to need to access your roof. Your roof is uh, da- like dangerous and unstable in these areas and you should address it. Also, this chimney is going to come down. Um, uh, yes. Right. Right back here. That's 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 uh, one of the big issues. Yeah. So, so this the uh, the text of the report is on the is on the slide, and it and and it really is this. You know, based on our, uh, you know, based on our field inspection and engineering judgment, it is our conclusion that the structural condition of the subject building is barely sound in an extreme state of neglect and disrepair. You know, so I I think that this is supposed to be a scary report to be like, hey, you guys should sell us your building so it'll be easier for us to knock everything down. Mm, Um, But either either way, the Salvation Army says like, hey, okay, okay, cool. Uh, We need to talk to our lawyers about this. We want to make sure that we protect our investments like they put that in an email. Um, We'll we'll get right on it. They're just kind of like shaking their heads to each other. And well, then, I mean, and if, then if the salvation. If you look at these conditions, they mention like, okay, number one, two, and three are all the same thing, um, mm-hmm. which is you need a new roof. Right. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, number four, repoint brick. I mean, it's a one-story structure. That's not a big deal. Number five, aluminum facing is missing sections. Again, not a huge deal. Uh, not really. Not yeah. really. Hokey City's concern or yeah, Bus County's exactly. concern. You know. Um, you know, and then what plywood facing is exposed needs to be replaced. I, it's plywood. It's you know, water damaged interior plaster. I can't see the interior. I don't know what that what was. You know, damage base brick. Uh, damage no D there. Interesting along <laughs> the sidewalk. But uh, number nine roof drain not connected. All right, again that's a thirty minute job. Um, yeah, none of these things seem to be like major issues, especially on a building of this size. Right. You know, 
I mean, replacing the roof, okay, that's a big issue, and that's the source of a lot of the other problems. But once you replace that roof, you'd be fine on this for 20, 30 years. Right. The replacement of the roof is actually the solution to all the problems because you would do all of the flashing and the drainage and the other things too. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. But but once you but have mobilized contractors or a job that big, you basically the whole thing's going to be done. And it, again, it's a one-story building. It's not a big it, job. Yeah, <laughs> right, and, right, and, right. and I think this is this is just as much like a FYI. We're going to need to access this wall to take this down the right way, and you need to you need to talk to us about that. And like, if I can if I can underscore one thing here, it's like if you have a neighbor next to your property, even if you really don't like them and there's some kind of work that needs to be done that needs to involve them, you need to talk to them no matter what. You can't, you can't not do that. Um, what if I'm a small bean and I have anxiety? Too fucking bad. What if I literally have a mental health condition that prevents me from uh, not demolishing my neighbor's right house? On a piece of paper. <laughs> I, have, I have a mental illness that requires me to take down brick walls. <laughs> The, the, the whole Salvation Army collectively is a small bean, except when, except when dealing with unions or gay people. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so then, right. So the 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 email is like February fifth, and then they go MIA till like May tenth, right? So it's it's not it's not really like clear. I, I assume that what's happening in this kind of interim time period is that um, everybody starts asking everybody else, when the hell is this work going to be finished, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and a, a standoff that is just kind of at a, at a no communication type of impasse with, with your neighbor about a demolition decision like this, like that's the kind of thing where I think on, on a, like planning site or something like that, it doesn't seem like a big problem until it becomes one. Because while while all of this is happening, what 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 comes out in like the kind of court documents after the fact is that, um, you know, right there's there's the contractor who's not really qualified to do the job, and on top of this, Basquiano is coming out to the job site every day to micromanage Griffin Campbell and anybody else who's there. Oh, great. Um, and and so oh, great. You have the porno king just looking over your shoulder. Yeah, you have the ninety-year-old uh, box, like boxer cosplay porno guy who's trying to tell like <laughs> the two the two underpaid construction workers how to how to demolish a building, right? Like, and so and so on top of that, the one person who may be in like an actual realistic supervisory role or like like knowledgeable place is the architect who's not really paying attention to this one piece of it because from his concern you know all he has to do is get the approval from <clears throat> from from Salvation Army and then and then the contractors can do it the right way but what happens in the interim is this situation where the contractors start to do the de- the demolition work and create massive problems while doing so yeah cuz there's there's an extent to which you know if you're in a if you're in a design professional uh, uh position you know there's there's you should to some extent trust your tradesmen right they right. generally know how to do a job right but when there's like a big structural problem like this uh maybe maybe you should this is your job this is where you have to intervene 
you know, it's, sure. you need to, you need to be on site direct, literally directing work, not driving by and taking pictures and, and making phone, phone and text calls, which I think is what the architect did in this case. Um, and I think that just in terms of the other kind of just weird breakdown things that sort of happened, um, like May 15th is the day when basically, basically things, things don't start moving until they, until they do. Right. So on the two, on the two shorter buildings, uh, like those really start to get demolished around May, uh, like May 6th through, through the 10th. And they're actually, you know, like, like you can, like I mentioned, the first complaint comes in May 6th, which means that the work was being done probably around the beginning of May, where they start to demolish these buildings and start to kind of take them apart. Not Hoagie City, but the other two, right? Um, and clearly whatever they're doing is crazy in one way shape or form but it seems like one of the big parts of the plan was for them to recoup the costs of this demolition by salvaging and scrapping as many of the materials as they possibly could um, oh good this is this this sounds like the run-up to a job well done <laughs> oh it gets yeah did we, did we talk about the uh did we talk about how they came in four hundred thousand dollars under everyone else's bids Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the it's supposed to cost about a half a million dollars to 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 demolish a building like this. They 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 quoted a hundred and uh, hundred and twelve thousand, and then on the demolition permit they list that it's going to cost ten thousand dollars. Like there's no the, like the the money is just it's just not possible. Right. So. The other thing that happens is that the city planning commission chair gets CC'd on one of these emails right before all of the communication breaks down. It's but, sort of a covering your ass sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, the email's yeah. like, this nonsense must end before someone is seriously injured or worse. The, those are headlines none of us want to see or read. And it's a he good gets thing that, uh It's a good thing that city planning is... Um, such a powerful and relevant yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially here. office here right. in Philly, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, with, with the ability to keep up with all of your emails, no with less. With the ability well, no. to do anything. <laughs> so he read this email, and then a couple minutes later he sees another email coming in that somebody's like, hey, yeah, we'll handle it, don't worry. And then he doesn't, okay. wor and then he doesn't worry about it. Yeah. And so Can't that's kind him. of that's kind of where all of the parties stop talking to each other and all of the oh, good. Everything kind of goes to, uh, let's just call it a different, uh, uh, Mode. color palette. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, this is the only picture that I have of it, but by May 13th, the building already has the thing where like, you can only see it on scans of government documents. Yes. Um, and so what what you see here is that the two smaller buildings were knocked down. Yes. And those only have like 20 foot joists in them and so they're they're a little bit easier to kind of navigate the pieces of kind of moving them around even if you're demolishing them in kind of an unsafe way. Everything's no. falling in on itself. There's nothing that's kind of actively in business that would preclude you from or cause you to have a problem. 
But a then troubled Sissy tries to move on with the loss of mm-hmm. Legal. Right. <laughs> but then they've, they've, they've ripped the roof off Hokie City. You can see the light coming in through the windows. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. then there's the tenacious Hokie City building, which causes yeah. its mm-hmm. own problem because that's that's a, a double wide lot. So there's a there's a line of structural support columns that's running through the center of that building. And the the wooden joists are only about 18 feet wide, but they have, you know, that's really a Jenga piece where these two joists are working together with the center uh, piece to to hold the whole building up. And. uh, What they start to do is remove all of the floors and start to remove the joists from the front of the building. Um, what they what they were what they should have done if they were doing it the right way. This is this is May thirteenth, and the building kind of stays in this stasis for a little bit. If they were doing it the right way, they would have done an engineering study. They would have erected scaffolding all around the building. They would have rented a boom lift, which would have cost them only four thousand two hundred and twenty four dollars and twenty one cents. But they thought that that would actually just be too expensive, so they didn't do that. They had an excavator on site that they used to to demolish the building instead. Jesus Christ! Yes. Yeah, and the 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 other the other thing is like so the um, I guess the inspector finally sees that that buildings have are are gone now, and so he comes back to the site on May fourteenth through sixteenth. Um. He doesn't see any of those violations, like I like I said with the, yeah, because the things are up, because the things are gone, and then yeah. OSHA inspects the site on May fifteenth and also finds no violations, which I can only guess is because nobody let them in. I like I really um or or perhaps the building wasn't far along, but this is this is what the building looked like. It already didn't have a roof, so you know, allegedly the building inspector specifically told the contractor that the demo would get be would get done brick by brick the the contractor agrees to this um but but we don't really have any official records of any of this stuff and he takes his life shortly after this incident happens so mm, we'll never do yeah. um so that's that's May 13th and then in the in the following couple of weeks, it looks like this is when that that joist removal starts to happen. That really puts the building into a into a really precarious place. And, and and this goes back to the whole kind of timeline or or people breathing down each other's necks because it's not really clear to me. Um, and there's no real records of the actual s- strict timeline of of kind of how things move, but. By by June second, they're on to the exterior walls. Sometime between May twentieth and June second is when they do this joist removal, and then June second they start the actual exterior construction. Um, yeah. So I think if we go to the next slide, that's that's, this video works. This is a video from that Sunday, which is always a great day to be doing construction work. This is right. them demolishing the building. So they're ho- so one of the people is hosing the building down with water to prevent dust, 
And then you can see an excavator, which is parked basically right in front of the Salvation Army. And the arm of that excavator is just kind of tearing big parts off the building. Jesus fuck. Just tearing Have big they? parts off the front this of the building. That's how I would do it. Have they even closed off the street at nope. all? No. Nope. And you can see the contractor is on the far side of the trolley entrance, spraying the yeah. water across the trolley entrance onto the building. Oh, so I, if you come up they? out of that entrance... Yeah, you're just getting hosed if you don't get a brick to your head. <laughs> that, that is my question. I'm not certain if the trolley entrance is closed or open. Um, oh, it's probably open. I know that the thrift store was open. Right? Yeah. The thrift store was open. The trolley entrance was definitely open, Justin. I mean, I would have still the, used it. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, because I'm stubborn. It's not, it's not fl- the blue light isn't flashing, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just walk onto the, the hose spray. It's fine. Right. Yeah, it'd be so, nice and So, refreshing. yeah, no, so there it goes. <laughs> the Hoagie City sign comes down. <laughs> no. And, oh, no. And you can this just is worse see. than the fucking Saddam <laughs> statue. <laughs> <laughs> so... So you can see the excavator arm is because the because the subway station is over is right directly in front of it. They kind of can't get the excavator in there. And and they and they know they know that, so they have to kind of do it off to the side, right? Um this th- there was a safe demolition plan that was originally po- proposed back when Salvation Army and, and Bascano were talking, but that never got finalized. The no access agreement was formalized for the roof. And so basically, uh, basically, between June 2nd and June 5th, when the collapse happens, uh, they the, the the contractors hire like an addition a bunch of additional crew members to just come in and start demoing stuff but because of the salvage plan um the the joists were between sold between six dollars and eight dollars a piece just so you know these are massive frames of old growth timber you know about 18 feet wide and uh four to six feet or four to six inches uh we're talking we're, we're talking like old growth timber. We're talking like 18 feet long, like six, what, six, six inches dollars? deep. Yeah, six dollars or eight dollars. Eight dollars wholesale. Eight the, the, the completely intact ones were eight dollars. The ones that they pulled out of the wreckage as they were destroying the buildings were only six. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. And they didn't rent the. Ron, they, how many dollars? They didn't rent the. They didn't rent the. Uh, the other thing because it was going to be forty two hundred dollars. Jesus, like, fuck. they could have probably sold those for like a hundred times that. It's crazy. <laughs> no, and you can't. And again, that that kind of stuff is so hard to to source. Um, eight dollars. Eight dollars. <laughs> so. Yeah, everybody was complaining how unsafe the site was. Everybody was everybody who was there like had done demolition before walked into this building, saw that there were a bunch of joists missing and were like, "No. Uh, I'm not doing any more of of this." But uh b- between got a great deal of some joists though. Yeah, yeah, but between the text from Maranakos yeah, and give, like Yeah, give me all of those. Give me every single one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put right. the building back up. <laughs> just keep them. Yeah, seriously. Like 
so much it's so much building material and this it's like the cheapest building ever any everyone has ever built <laughs> yeah um so eight dollars is probably what those joists cost when they were new yeah seriously <laughs> it's unbelievable not adjusted for inflation yeah and it's just like that just goes to show what the stakes actually were in this situation and how none none of this should have happened very small amounts of money very small amounts of money and there are hundreds of hundreds of joists in this building like eight eight dollars a piece is is in the grand scheme of things like you know moving a lot of them the whole the whole thing is just just really sad so anyway over over the night of June fourth is when a lot of additional work happens in the middle of the night with this extra crew. There, there's about eight people there, and w- one of the worst details is just like some uh, one of the construction workers testifies uh, in in one of these reports that if all eight of those people had just been focused on hand removing the wall uh that was connected to the salvation army they could have gotten it down in time but by the time the night comes up and they've spent all night on ladders on the roof of the salvation army building um there's still at least a story of wall remaining so instead of removing all of this wall, what they're doing is removing joists to, removing joists sell, to sell them. Minus yeah. infinity yeah. profit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you go to the next slide, how many joists are there? Oh, many. so probably hundreds. The, yeah, hundreds. they're they're about they're spaced about every eighteen inches, and okay, so they, that's they, a couple. So, that's a couple Xboxes. All and right. what they were able to remove was only the joists from the first sixty feet of the building, or so. Oh, pathetic! Uh, from numbers. Market Street, yeah, t- truly amateur behavior. Um, yeah, do you want the, Do you want those eight dollars or not? Right. Yeah, I guess I do. So, nine fourteen a.m. On, on the morning of June fifth, two thousand thirteen, oh, uh, the uh, Campbell texts Marinakos and says, "Hey, we got the wall down. Don't worry." Uh, uh, I feel like I should worry, boys. J- Justin, you want to go next? <laughs> do you go to the Roz? Did you fall Justin. asleep? Justin, do you want to? Do you want to get? Do you want to take the second, next one? Hold on a second. I have something for this. Amogus. Yeah, no. I'm I too didn't... old to understand what that means. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to wake him up. Ross, no. Amogus. Amogus. I'm here. I just went to the kitchen to grab a beer and I came back. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to read the next part of this, this, this thing? Sure. Um, at nine fourteen a.m. on a morning. No, not of June, that part. The next part. Which is the next? <laughs> part? <laughs> the next. The next. Uh, the next paragraph. Okay. Wednesday, June 5th, 2013, at approximately 10.41 a.m., while Sean Benshap was demolishing the eastern wall with a pry bar, eastern wall is the one closest to the parking garage here. Correct. Um, The eastern wall with a pry bar in the jaws of the excavator, the rear of the machine hit the western wall, which then partially collapsed onto the Salvation Army thrift store. Yeah. Oh. So that was that was when everything hit. 
Bashano was on site and fled when the building collapsed. Yeah, that was another great detail is that he was there. His wife drove him there every morning and he was on site and he was on site when the building collapsed. And then he was gone as soon as the wreckage was that uh, was incredible. Discretion <laughs> really being the better part of valor. There. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's it's so it's so like, you know, th- there's a video that we didn't include that's that's a SEPTA bus that drives by just as this thing is happening. And it's just a conf. It the the it's just so scary, right? Like one minute everything's fine, and then the next minute everything is dust. And it just just this is such a tragedy that could and should have been averted, and none of it, none of it went right. You know, because you're dumping like a story's worth of wall on top of. The oh, Salvation Army, yeah, with right. a fucked up roof. So, yeah, and a so roof this is only is, a, even if the roof was fine, that all that masonry would have just gone. It's way too heavy. Yeah. yeah, no. If you look at so this picture shows what the what the kind of rear of the Hoagie City building looks like, and that's like just just to give you an idea. You know, the wall was only a, a the wall was two stories tall in the front of the building, but it went all the way up to four stories in the back and it all fell. Like this was not, it wasn't just limited to the the people who were shopping in the Salvation Army store, which was open at the time. It was like, you know, anybody who was out on that street was, could, could have gotten hit by something. Yeah. You could have got, got no problem. And if you look at the next image, it really shows like getting hit with a wall of bricks is not a little More bit of brick. time. Yeah, generally no. speaking, getting getting domed mm. in the head by a um, getting hit right on the noggin by a brick is not good. And when there's many bricks, uh, you're probably gonna die. <laughs> mm. Yeah, each one does like one hit point damage, but mm-hmm. you've got like a hundred HP. Yeah. Actually, like D and D rules, you've got like four HP. You got like four HP. Yeah. No. You get hit by the head on. You can get on hit on like, the head by level, like level bricks. one thrift chopper. Yeah. 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 Right. So all the level one thrift shoppers who were here did not really make it. There were six people who were <laughs> six people were killed. Uh I think two uh two people were pulled out of the wreckage and like needed serious hospitalization. One of them and, had like I both said, legs amputated. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> well, and I think um one of them was th- the daughter of a pen professor, so this became kind of high profile in in a in a bunch of different ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is just one of those things where it's like there's so there's so many different individual elements to it that are just so like either if somebody knew what they were doing, they weren't paying attention, and if they didn't know what they were doing, they weren't paying attention. And uh, yeah, the city, and- the developer. Uh, the demolition contract of the Salvation Army. Yes. Yeah, no, right. I, I, and I think this is like, you know, <laughs> it's very easy to think about buildings as permanent, but they're only permanent until they're not. They're um, only permanent until they're painted brick. Yeah. <laughs> That's Paint. right. It was going fine until the guy with the pry bar painted one mm-hmm. brick. <laughs> yes. It's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but that's what happens when you paint the brick. It mm-hmm. falls over. Yeah, yeah, instantly. Yeah, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think, I, th- I think the 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 part, the part about salvaging materials just 
just adds such a tragic piece to it. The mm. part the part about the part about the architect and the and the developer both just kind of serving as these outside forces who are breathing down, you know, their workers next, basically being like, when is this building coming down? When is this building coming down? I paid you a lot of money for this, you know, right. when, when in reality, much. it's fucking not that much, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. and, and I think that, you know, so in the, in the aftermath of, of all this stuff, the only, the only people who, who were charged with anything were Griffin Campbell and, and Sean Benshop, you know, the two, the guy with the, the contractor pry bar and the contractor. Yeah. When, when in, when in reality, the, every, every single safety check was mi- missed here and, and the worksite conditions were actively unsafe. Part, partly, partly because of, of ignorance, but then also because, uh, because of just profit motive, you know, and, and, and the way that, the way that that shows in just, especially Basquiano's actions, you know, he had to pay, he had to pay money. I think the suit probably led to a decline in his life, but, um, you know, it didn't, it, it he didn't, he, he was never going to go to jail for this. Um, and there's so many people who, <laughs> who should have done something, even though, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, absolutely. Just that a huge failure in the chain of command but it's like so it's so common in this city like you have just these these construction projects that are um almost completely unmonitored right you know we had a regulated of of demolitions (laughs) uh even after this where where people were demolishing buildings like in fishtown and just knocking over houses and people were injured. And I don't think killed, but I know that happened at least a couple times in Fishtown. A year after, uh, well, we'll get to this a bit later, but I, yeah. I worked for the city when this happened. I worked for Philadelphia Housing Authority like the year after this happened. And there were, you know, I did, I, I my job was to do surveys of like properties that PHA owned for a potential sale or rehabilitation. There was more than a, a couple of times when, you know, you just show up to a site, right? And you'd see a brand new house right next to where your house should have been. Um, mm. But your house was a vacant lot. And it right. turned out that, you know, they had just accidentally knocked over a house. And because it was vacant, they didn't tell anyone. Um, right. <laughs> that was fairly common. Um, incredible. Yeah, like if nobody's if nobody's looking, is it really a construction accident? Right. If if a raw house falls down in North Philly and no one's around to see it, <laughs> <laughs> is it a violation? If if we don't mm. laugh, we'll cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's a picture from me on site the day of the collapse. Uh, it was chaos and pandemonium. No one knew how bad it was yet. Um, they never. I knew. mean, the Salvation Army looks looks okay. Like the Waffle House bit, that's still standing. Yeah, the Waffle House bit was was still there, but um, but this was uh, you know, I, I I walked over here on my lunch break. I was like, let's go, let's go see the chaos and pandemonium, and then I was like, oh my god, this is a big, big situation was. here. Yeah, it was pretty the bad. Other, the other thing is, I was like twenty, so I was like, let me post this to social media. Um, yeah, yeah. Which back back in the day was fucking your live journal or whatever. Exactly. It was, no, Facebook, it was, it was, it was actually MySpace. It was Facebook. 
Um, God. One thing you'll yeah. notice is the chimney that was in dispute. Uh, that's still standing. Um, well, I mean, that's one way of resolving your, your demolition dispute. Mm -hmm. well, speaking Collapse of social media, stop yeah. requesting to follow me on Instagram. Uh, we seem to have, uh, you have an Instagram? Yeah, I have an Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram. I think we have That's ben, fine. Uh, go on Instagram. Ben Shapiro Negative. type character down here. <laughs> yeah, it's like that guy. Yeah. Um, right, yeah defined but, hairline. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, it's the first time we did a well, well, there's your problem about a disaster that one of your hosts was on the scene for. Yeah, that's, that's your, field, your field citizen journalism. Mm-hmm. You didn't even know you were doing it. But this is true. Ten years later, you get a uh, a podcast out of it. Exactly. Whoa. Like in this case, here in Fishtown, they were demolishing one building with the excavator, and they wound up taking down two buildings. Collateral um, damage is fine, which you know. is very common. It's still like yeah. a really common thing. No one, no one's figured out how to demolish an attached building, um, and it's embarrassing. They weren't meant to. They it's weren't in the meant name. to do it. Yeah, you yeah. should just not demolish attached buildings. Certainly not with um, uh, an excavator. Hand tool only. Hand tool only is like a big thing, right? And it, one of the things that like resulted from this disaster was that you know there's a lot more like specification of like uh, these attached buildings. You only use hand tools. Um, Which, as we can see here, is being followed to the lesser. Exactly. The other thing that happened was that licenses and inspections became licenses plus inspections. Oh, Baz Luhrmann's licenses <laughs> plus inspections. Yes, yes they uh, they rebranded. <laughs> I think they hired a couple. They hired like a couple more officers, but that was it. And 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 maybe did some reorganizational things, but there's there's a whole list of like uh, recommendations based on a city, um, based on a city investigation after this that goes into like all of the things that went wrong, and it doesn't really seem like anything's all that different from kind of a day to day on the ground perspective. Oh, like, so it could happen again and worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, one of the things we're really good at in America is commissioning studies for how to improve things, but like we don't actually do the things to improve those. It's equally important to ignore those studies in favor of our own opinions. This mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. I mean, look at like, uh, I don't know, the historic preservation task force or like, uh, the the Washington Avenue surveys are like anyway, oh right? yeah yeah I love it it's then, yeah uh, it's great you know that particular parcel um well the former site of the uh, Salvation Army is now this memorial um the rest of it is a surface parking lot um the uh, <laughs> the truest memorial yeah the <laughs> the uh, the big nice parking garage with the terracotta facade that stayed for a little bit longer, but that did get demolished. Mm -hmm. uh, that, was, that was a nice looking building. Yeah, but there mm -hmm. is theoretically going to be a building that will be built here, which appears to be uh, based on uh, the idea of taking a large building and stacking it on top of two smaller buildings. It looks mm. like one of those like Minecraft animals. It, it's yeah. another one of those yeah. like Jenga block towers. Um, I hate it. 
I don't it's like terrible. it either. But you know, pretty convenient to have this building collapse down the block from a fire station, though. When you think about it, well, he wanted to get the fire station, uh, which he's not going to get now. No. Although you can see in these massing diagrams, you're like, "We'll eventually we're going to get the fire station and build this <laughs> building." <laughs> <laughs> They're not getting the fire station. Yeah. It's fine. Just build it over and just incorporate, absorb the yeah. fire station. Absorb the fire station. Yeah. You know what? New we'll, take over the, we'll take over the Mutter Museum, too. We'll <laughs> yes, take over please. the Trader Joe's. <laughs> no more will we have to stand in line while we shop because we live in a diseased place. No, the Trader Joe's <laughs> will inexplicably get smaller <laughs> and worse. <laughs> I like the Trader Joe's. I just don't go there because I'd, I'd rather kill myself than uh, <laughs> stand in that line. I don't understand how you can like it and yet want to kill yourself before going there. I'm a man of because uh, I like the food. <laughs> it's Ross. me in London. <laughs> it's perfectly what? normal th- way to feel about a place. People have humans are complex, jackass. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. We contain multitudes. Mm-hmm. Well, so for do- you, because really you're better than everyone. <laughs> what that, we that just learn? means more multitudes. Mm. Or fewer. It like contains like one multitude. Mm. Contain Yeah, <laughs> instead of multitudes, you contain like six guys. You just contain yeah. tood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the single tood. Tood's rock. Ha. <laughs> uh, <gasps> safety third. No, we have to do the reflection. Shake hands. Yeah, we have to episode. do the reflection. Yeah. God damn it. What did we learn? What did we learn? Probably nothing. Same shit as always. Hand tools only. That goes for the porno <laughs> theater and for the demolition yeah. site. That's a good point. Yeah, you should not bring um should not bring any sort of assistive device in with you on the porno theater. That's right. Um, That's right. Stop it, bringing your, your automated dildos. Yeah, stop mm-hmm. bringing <laughs> The, no. the, the circuits are at capacity. <laughs> no Hitachi wands. They should have like one of those like metal Ooh, detectors. Like kill switches like, for Hitachi wands? Actually, if you throw like a, like a, a TSA Lock. body scanner, but like in sort of a non-judgmental way. Alright, get to the reflection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a science-based system on this podcast uh, for fucking uh, smarm cultural insensitivity, unprovoked violence, and misogyny. It's a very high smarm disaster on account of the developer. I would give, I would give, uh, I would give, like, uh, smarm. I don't know that this guy had that much. I mean, I guess he had smarm in the sense that, like, he died instead of sp- facing punishment. So actually, yeah, I mm. give him a seven on the smarm. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Jesus. Um, pretty, pretty culturally insensitive all around. Um, uh, Definitely a lot of unprovoked violence. Unprovoked violence is probably a seven. I culturally insensitive. I'm not sure. I think he was he was just trying to uh, promote. He was trying to. I mean, he was trying to promote Philadelphia's gay community, right? But he That's was true. also like doing it for cynical reasons. So I'm not, mm. you know. So he could so, basically sort of morally equivalent to the Raytheon Pride float. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah, that makes sense, right? Um, so yeah, I, cultural insensitivity. I would go. Give me a four on that. Maybe yeah, a three. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the next uh, one? All right, safety third. Safety third. Safety third. Safety third. Uh, hello, Liam. 
Roz, and Alice. I And to the possible guest, fuck you. I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) My story comes from a vocational school in Finland. Oh, the famous Finnish politeness. Oh, boy. Where I was finishing off my carpentry artisan studies. After the school, I started and had to close down for lack of students. And this one was closest to it. In woodworking spaces, there are large vacuums built into the building. They suck the wood dust away from machines and dump it into a large bin contained in its own large closet. Again, need that in the porno theater. Yes. <laughs> the, the load sucker. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. You have a large central, centralized vacuum system. It sucks everyone off. (laughs) It's sanitary. What are you complaining about? Oh, yeah, we send it straight to the sperm bank, actually. (laughs) It's fine. It just just, just, gets hooked up to a big truck. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, big, big, like, uh, big, like, uh, you know, like one of those (laughs) septic system trucks. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I do. You know, it just it just, just, just it says loads on the side. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we we ain't hauling water. <laughs> Dick sucked, pools filled, not same truck. The vacuum has an emergency shutdown that when it detects smoke in the pipe, it shuts down immediately and shuts off the power and machinery hall, so all the machines stop as well. Uh Uh-huh. The first thing you learn when you start at Carpentry Vocational School is how the emergency fire shutdown works and what to do when it's activated, and of course, the places for fire extinguishers and how to handle them, right? Okay. Small fires or just smoking dust, especially in the older machines, uh, happen once or twice a year. Once or twice a year, and usually put sort them... Sort of emotionally so- overcome there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so to speak. He was overcome by small fires or smoking dust. Yes. Mm. Small fires or just smoking dust, especially in the older machines, happen once or twice a year, and usually put themselves out. And the vacuum shutdown was really effective, so no accidents happened. Until oh great, one, that's that finish engine. Oh. Until one Tuesday. Oh boy. That finish engineering is just sort of like sitting there stoically mm. while the entire system explodes. Like, yeah, the, fin- the finish fire alarm, you break the glass in case of a fire and there's just a knife in there. It doesn't help <laughs> with the fire, but now you have a knife. <laughs> it's a knife and a shot of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe and a cigarette. Yeah. And yeah. a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to die, but you're a lot more relaxed about it. <laughs> now, I myself was not in school that day. I was sleeping off my hangover for drinking myself in my underwear after a long week of school. Are we sure this person is Finnish? That's a Scandinavian thing. That's yeah, being drinking your underpants is, yeah. yeah. That's, that's uh, being yeah, pants. I was, I was, I was joking. I, yeah. was, I was like, yeah, this is a sort of Hurry like, up. this is up there. Don't cry, fuck I wanna you. I want to get drunk. Yeah. You can get drunk now. No, I have to go downstairs. One of the first year students whose identity we never learned was cutting a larger piece of wood 
with an older, fairly large table saw with a sliding table. Same um, here. Yeah, this might be a maybe an eight dollar sixteen foot joist. <laughs> um, now this is almost identical to the one in the picture I added. They accidentally slightly bended the piece of wood during cutting, so it started to heat up the saw and the wood dust under the table caught fire. This resulted in the building's vacuum to shut itself down and kill, killed the power to the whole machinery hall, which was what it was supposed to do. A student freaked out after seeing the smoke rising under the table and thought to themselves, I don't want to burn down the classroom. I need to get this fire away from here. I'll just put it over there with the other with fire. With the other fire, yes. <laughs> so they did the most logical thing. They reactivated the power to the hall from the power panel and then the vacuum from a different panel labeled emergency fire shutdown. The vacuum then sucked the embers safely away from the classroom. <laughs> Two seconds later, into safely, safely into the big bin full of wood shavings. <laughs> yes. Two seconds later, the bin where the vacuum dumps the wood dust exploded, <laughs> creating a blast wave, throwing the closet doors and the large doors leading outside and the ones leading the machinery hall almost off their hinges. Luckily, the bin was not even half full at that time, and no one was anywhere near the explosion, so nobody got hurt. <laughs> Improbable. Improbable, yes. Um, no, nah, it's Finland. Like, somehow no one is injured, despite a horrible mm. thing occurring. <laughs> Massive yeah, disaster. Finland is, like, not PvP-enabled. It's fine. It's, it's basically true. That, that's how they... That's how... That's how they won the Winter War. <laughs> Except for the, the one sniper they had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The next day, I came to school. There weren't even burn marks and the sawdust was cleaned away, but the vacuum was busted and we had to use two much smaller portable vacuums between 20 students and five different machines that required them. Luckily, half of your working space nearly exploding was good enough reason to get extra time for my thesis piece, and I finished it a year and a half late of that mark at another vocational school after the one in this story got demolished for unrelated reasons. <laughs> you gotta take that gentleman's term, you know? I don't respect you. If you graduated <laughs> on time, fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, thank you for making my work days much more interesting, and Finland mentioned. That's true. Meet at the Market Square. I'm don't don't know which one, but if we come if we come to Finland, we can like go shooting and shoot bosses and cans off a fence. Yeah, we can. Call, I like, understand you do that there. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I, I'd like to go to Finland and like shoot some guns. It like mm, yeah. it is in Helsinki. Let's do it. Yeah, we could eat some reindeer. Ooh. Yeah, I'll come Ooh. to make their life a living hell. <laughs> Thanks, Jude. Yeah, just in retribution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our next episode is on the Boston Molasses disaster. Do we have any commercials before we go? Uh, oh my Kill God. James Bond, Trash Future, Ten Thousand Losses. Yes, Bonds 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 Bon
Oh, June? we got, we got our, June. We got our... If the people want more June, where can they find more June? Oh, uh, you still have to mail me money at eight forty four North Broad Street. That's it. Um, <laughs> well, no, actually, no letter we, bombs. Oh, yeah. we may we may have a a show coming up. Yeah, Justin uh, and yeah. I are working on the building show. Yeah, so uh, no, I thought we meant the live show. No, no, this is the oh. building show. Uh, oh yeah, yes. we're, st- we're still trying to find the one AV person in the United States who knows what a bit rate is, so I can uh-huh. be at the live show and not yeah. sound fucked up. Yeah, well, we've we got good just, internet at the space. We could just but... force you to come over here. Um, um, I don't think you have that power. Okay. Do you have a passport so, yet? Yeah. No, I have the passport. What I also have is a shitload of anxiety about flying. All right, Alice, I'll, uh, I was thinking about here. this. No, I, I was here. thinking about this. We should. Uh, you should find somebody to, you know, like put you into a suitcase or something. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> like, true. Yeah. That's true. I, f- I feel I've like thinking that might about work. this too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just a thought. Hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, the building show theoretically. Will be what is two Saturdays from now? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, July first, dummy. July, <laughs> is that July first? That's July first. No, that's July second. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, so, Saturday, July second. Justin and I are gonna grill some food and uh, have a call-in show where we take your calls about buildings. Yes, we're gonna talk about Fun buildings. Stuff. We'll have some. We'll have some ringers, maybe. Get, yeah, get, for get sure. Here's some interesting people. Uh, we we're we're gonna we're gonna do a dry run this weekend, but we're not gonna tell you about that. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully the building show will work. Um, we have no idea how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna it's give gonna it a work shot. Better. It's, it's gonna go. work better than a normal building. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can I remember? Remember, always paint your bricks. No, no don't, don't, don't do, do that. that. No, always, no, absolutely not. Always paint good your brick good night. Good night. Expose no. and paint good your brickwork. This, pod, this podcast is cancelled. <laughs> good night. <laughs>